The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the people, Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. As we continue the great Eucharistic discourse of Jesus in John chapter 6, we come to the climax where Jesus specifically and very literally teaches that the bread of life that he's offering is the tree of life fulfilled, the tree of life in the Garden of Eden, promised to give eternal life to those who ate it, now is available through Christ, who is the fruit of that tree, the tree being the cross. So Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. The reference there to the Son of Man is very deliberate. Jesus is calling upon the Jews to understand he is that divine Son of Man who came riding on the clouds in Daniel chapter 7 to encounter the Ancient of Days, which is God the Father, and the Ancient of Days conferred an eternal kingdoms on the Son of Man. Jesus is claiming that title. He is claiming divinity at the same time that he's saying that whoever eats his body, drinks his blood, has eternal life. Well, this is a difficult teaching because the Jews in the Old Testament were continually told not to eat the flesh with the blood in it, because the blood is the seat of life. But that was of animals. Jesus is taking all of those Old Testament sacrifices and completing them in himself. So Jesus being aware that the disciples were complaining about it. Now that murmuring is a reference back to the first exodus when the people of God were free from captivity, were going through the desert, God was so kind as to feed them with the bread from heaven, the manna, and they complained because they wanted what they wanted. Sweet meats, garlic, cucumbers, all that they were used to, even though it was the condition of them being in slavery. So Jesus again mentions this to these people that they would at least understand that they are like their ancient fathers. They needed to convert. 
Jesus goes on to say, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh has no use. Not my flesh, but the flesh. Now Jesus is referencing the fallen flesh of humanity. That flesh has no life. But the flesh of Jesus is the flesh by which the sacramental life of the church is mediated, including and especially the Eucharist. So you cannot equate spirit, because Jesus says, what I have spoken to you are spirit and life. You cannot equate spirit with symbolic or metaphoric or figurative. Spirit is the most real in the universe. And Jesus is saying, what I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you are some who do not believe. And so faith is crucial to the Eucharist, to the Catholic understanding of the sacramental life. That's why we're having such difficulty today, because faith is lacking. And there's very few, like yourselves, who go to daily Mass, and very few that go to Sunday Mass, which is a holy day of obligation. John, who's commenting on this, says, because of this, many of his disciples turned back, no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, now specifically mentioning the twelve here, because the twelve are representing the entire people of God from the Old Testament, the patriarchs. Now the first bishops, minus Judas. First bishops were ordained on Holy Thursday when Jesus said, do this in memory of me, perform this sacrifice of body and blood. And only priests can do sacrifices, so that was the ordination. So he's saying to the twelve, do you wish to go away? Jesus is not saying, well, let me try to explain. I was only speaking figuratively. No, he says, do you also wish to go away? To his 12, the very disciples who followed him for three years. Peter answers, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. So here's Peter's confession of faith in the Gospel of John. We're familiar with the one he gave in Matthew chapter 16, where Jesus says, who do people say that I am? And Peter says, you are the Christ, son of the living God, the Messiah. And Jesus says, well, you are a rock, and on this rock I will build my church, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. So here in John chapter 6, we have Peter's confession of faith. We have come to believe and know you are the Holy One of God. He's speaking for the entire church. May his words be our words. Now in the first reading from Acts chapter 9, we have two great miracles. Peter is the one who raises someone up who had been paralyzed for a number of years, Aeneas. And then beyond that, he raises Tabitha from the dead. Great miracles in the early church. But what Jesus is telling us here is that there are even greater miracles present here today, this morning, because mere bread and wine were going to be transubstantiated into the very body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. And we are privileged to receive that. So great miracles are available to us. What should our response be? The responsorial psalm today is Psalm 116. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. That's a specific Eucharistic prefigurement, lifting up the cup, the chalice, Christ's blood. 
I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. O Lord, I am your servant, the child of your serving girl. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer you a thanksgiving sacrifice. That's the Mass. Eucharist means thanksgiving. And call upon the name of the Lord.